Another Tuesday evening of technology conversations coming up. I hope you're ready. This is City Trends. My name is Philip Ashron and City Trends is sponsored by First National Bank. On the show today, we are talking to a woman who has been very instrumental in creating content in a very rather niche sort of segment um, within, you know, the Ghana tech space. And it has to do with mothers and children's children and babies and things like that. And it's very, very interesting you know to highlight her work especially during the pandemic period as you know um since um last week we've been looking at some pandemic stories of technology entrepreneurs how they build their business some of them who failed some of them who overachieved will be highlighting some of their stories as well and today we'll be looking at how exactly to survive within a very niche almost segment um you know during a pandemic and we'll be asking um her some questions eno quigrin um, will be joining me in the studio she is the founder of talkative mom and quite a number of you are pretty excited to hear her story and also how she made it through the COVID period. We'll be doing all of that and more on the show today. We'll also be having our segments, the how-to segment and the app segment and, of course, the training segment of the show. It's going to be a packed show, but we need your comments. We need to know what you are thinking about. We need to know what your questions are for my guests and you can do so by sending our what um, a number to a message to our whatsapp number 0549-986-996 the number once again is 0549-986-996 alternatively you can send us a whatsapp on um you can send us a tweet actually um, with a hashtag c-i-t-i-t-r-e-n-d S. Yes, indeed. That is how you can stay in touch with us on the show. So, if you're ready, we are getting straight into the how-to segment of the show. And today, we will be trying to understand um, a couple of things about, especially about tabs and color coding them in order to give structure to those who like to open different tabs on their browsers. So, we'll be getting into all of that right about now with Ni Dakun Otu. Hello and welcome to another episode of the how-to segment here on City Trends. If you're someone who opens a lot of tabs when doing research online, to the point where you can't locate where you began and where you are at the moment, today I'll be showing you how to organize your tabs in such a manner that you can easily track and locate where you are or what information you need in order to finish your project. Also. If you have a lot of Zoom classes but are not able to take notes very quickly and tend to miss a lot of information, I would also show you how to take notes using Google Docs with their speech-to-text feature. Okay, let's get into it. So with regards to managing your tabs whilst doing your research so as to know where you started or what you are dealing with, you would have to download Google Chrome as this feature works well with Google Chrome. After you've downloaded Google Chrome, go ahead and open it up. It should open with a tab already open in the browser. Right click on the tab and click add to new group. Clicking on add to new group should give you the option to give the group a name as well as a color. This way, you can go ahead and give the groups you've created unique names and color code them accordingly so as to know where to look for what. Now, to those who have difficulty taking notes during a Zoom lecture and tend to miss out on a lot of information, this is for you. Google Docs has a speech-to-text feature which allows your laptop to use a microphone to listen in on your Zoom class in order to take notes. To do this, while your Zoom class is ongoing, open a tab and then open the Google Doc website. An important thing to take note of is that your microphone on your laptop is working. Go ahead and open a document in Google Docs. Once your document has opened, 
locate the tools icon click on it and then click on voice typing a microphone box should appear if you're already in the class just go ahead and click on the microphone to start taking notes please note that this feature works very well if it receives clear sound with a voice that speaks very clearly for situations where there's a mistake in capturing what the voice was saying you can then take notes so as to correct it later that's it for today thank you and have a good evening In a story published on citynewsroom.com two months ago, it says Talkative Mom LLC has launched the first ever mom app in Ghana. Talkative Mom is a digital platform for mothers with resources such as products, services, and solutions relevant to women and children to help solve challenges in the motherhood journey. Well, who am I um, to talk about this app? I am no one. So I have brought the lady who is the founder um, to ask to answer some questions that I have plaguing my mind about how someone um, can go from a blog to an app um, and what it takes to survive within a pandemic period. Because it seems quite a lot of this was done during a pandemic period. Um, Inukegren, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Hi, Kofi. I like that. You, you are like the first person to call me that on my show. That, that's brilliant. That's that's the perfect way to start the show. What do people call you? Philip. Oh, okay. But don't call me Philip. Okay. That's for everybody. That's for everybody. Anyway, you're welcome. Thank you're you. You're welcome. Um, Firstly, congratulations um, on the app. We'll be talking more about the app a little later. Okay. But um, tell us about Talkative Mom. Well, Talkative Mom is basically a platform for all parents. Hmm. Okay. So, because of the name, people... People assume that it's just for moms. Yes. Yes. But it's actually for everyone. So why did you call it talkative? Well, because I am talkative mom. I'm a talkative. Ah. ah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> so I mean, if there was one word that people used to describe me, it would be talkative. Hmm. So once I became a mom and I wanted to set up a platform where I would talk, hmm. I said, why not talkative mom? Hmm. And it was just supposed to, I was supposed to just share my pregnancy journey, really. That's okay. how it started. Okay. And then eventually I got other moms who wanted to share their journey. Right. And I thought that would make sense just because my journey isn't everyone's journey anyway. Right. Right. So we had people sharing fertility and fertility issues. Um, other, like so many issues. Even people who hadn't yet had babies could also share what it was like from, um, you know, pressures from society and all that stuff. So it's basically a platform where you can open up mm. and it's a safe, a safe space where people can ask questions and have it answered. You know, that's actually how it started. So this was this was basically like a blog. This was this was a blog. This it was, was a, a blog. blog. It was a blog. Yes. And so it was like you started off by ranting about some of the challenges you're having, mm. your experiences, yes. talking about your ups and your downs, the yes. times you can't sleep and all of all that. that. Yeah. Then you had other mothers also wanting to contribute. Yes. So these were like guest contributors type yes. from time to time. From time to time, yeah. So that's basically how it all began. Yes, that's really how it began. Interesting. Yeah. Um. So that was on my website, on my blog. Okay. And on my Instagram, I would refer people to my blog to go check it out when I have a new blog post. Okay. But then I decided, oh, why don't I add something else to my Instagram? Hmm. So my Instagram, I would do Q&As. So let's say, oh, how do you get your baby to sleep throughout the night? You know, questions like that. Then people will come answer. Before I knew it, there were pediatricians following me. There were midwives, you know, all these experts in their field following me and answering questions. On your behalf? On, yeah, yeah, because the questions, I would throw it out there. Mm. I'm not the expert. Right. So I'll throw it out there and then people would answer. 
you know so it was like once that happened it was like oh this, this has become a trusted platform mm. where we can have our answer our questions answered mm. accurately and then before i knew it i said okay why don't i um throw it out there that who are the best gynecologists in ghana mm. give your reasons like you know what what your experience was like when i did that so many people started to share and then i compiled a list and then that list became like the trusted list where people would mm. go to when they are pregnant. Mm. We'll refer to that list because the list I went and researched and found the names of the hospitals that the doctors were at, their numbers, you know, all that. So once I compiled that list, people will keep referring to that. Mm. Then, you know, it became like activities. And the other thing about me is that as my kids are growing, I'm sharing information that, you about know, like that, well. toddler, mm. you know, babies to toddlers to all that. So... It was like that throughout, and then it just <laughs> kept growing and expanding. What was the, what what for you? I mean, I'll hmm. ask you about your key lessons. Okay. Um, from through that journey, but what were some of the key challenges you faced with regards balancing everything that you're doing mm -hmm. with the content creation side of it, or was it just something that came naturally to you? Um. Ye yes and no. At the beginning, it really was a hobby. Mm. I would say that, mm. and I had my hands full because I have two under i had two under two i had yeah my kids are a year apart so it was you know back to back <laughs> so, <laughs> but funny enough that was what made my blog even more interesting because mm. it was like how is this lady doing it yes so but then eventually i decided to take it more seriously so i would check out other people's pages to see oh these people are posting every day i wasn't posting every day it's like mm. every now and then mm. Then I said, oh, well, let me use Canva to create, you know, templates. Let me let me take the page more seriously. So mm. the look, everything. I deleted all my first year pictures on my page and restarted again the second year on my Instagram, I mean. Wow. Yeah, just to have a, a, a better a, curated yeah, platform. Exactly. So I did that. And then, you know. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that's, that's a lesson on its own. Yeah. You know, the fact that over a period... You've created great content. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing that it was. But then yeah. coming to that realization of wanting to serve your audience with a certain kind of curated content yeah. actually meant sacrificing all the content you created in a year yeah. just to give them something else. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, because the first year, I didn't have a lot of followers. So mm. maybe my day ones might remember what they paid looked like, but a lot of people don't remember. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What, what were your... What were the the tech solutions that you found most easy to use during that period mm -hmm. um starting off you talked about canva for example yeah. and how easy it was what yeah. were some of the other tech solutions that were available to you to to start off yeah um, my website is wordpress mm. i mean what's wordpress yes yeah, so um wordpress is very simple it's yeah. you know very so i was able to upload and my blog posts comments and all that mm. so that's what i used i use um the social media platforms as well I, at first mm -hmm. i was very active on facebook but i realized that's not where my real audience was so it was instagram and then yeah i used canva i used planoly to mm -hmm. plan out my content in advance because mm. it got to a point where I, my hands were really full because i'd even started my masters and then i still had to create content and write blog posts so i used mm. planoly um yeah i think basically it was planoly yeah planoly wordpress so you're doing a master's degree and still yeah I was creating content. <laughs> what helped during that period was because other moms had started contributing, mm. I would share their blog posts, so then right. I wouldn't have to write all the time. All the time, mm. yeah, yeah. So that that also helped, yeah. What what would you say? I mean, so this is the beginning mm -hmm. of it all. What mm -hmm. what would you say were some of the key lessons you picked up during that period, which obviously led to the second phase of it, when you know you started opening up to your IGs and all these other platforms, mm -hmm. and then started you know, getting a little more serious with, mm -hmm. with what you're doing. What were some of the key lessons from the beginning, if you can share, for yeah. someone who is thinking about obviously starting one endeavor or the other? What were some of the key lessons you'd like to share? Um, okay, so I'll start by saying when I first began, I would write blog posts every Monday and Friday. So people were expecting blog posts twice a week. Mm -hmm. Don't um, over, let me say, over promise. You know that thing where they say, you know, and under promise and over deliver. Over deliver, yes. Yeah, that's what I did, and then I realized, oh my goodness, this is unrealistic. Mm. I can only post once a week. Even once mm. a week was was. was be I mean, it became tough. Yeah. Mm. So um, try and be consistent right from day one, and yeah. and try and write down realistic goals that you know you can achieve. Right. 
and um, also be very intentional about the content you put out because you might think people are not really reading but they really are at the very beginning when i opened it up to mom's um sharing i wasn't really intentional about who is sharing what mm. It was just like, oh, whoever is ready to write a blog post, just it's, send it to me. It saves you content for the week anyway. <laughs> exactly. So I got one or two blog posts where people were like, you hey, know, this platform means a lot to us and we don't like this mm. con- this write-up. You know, like, and I went back and reread it. I was like, oh, no, this is not this good. Was, what was, not it was build. not. It was mm. not. So after that, I decided, no, I'm going to make sure that I vet everyone. <laughs> I go Before through every... Yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so th- those were, you know... Wow. This the key well, we, we are having a conversation about what it takes to build a platform mm-hmm. or pursue a tech um, endeavor mm-hmm. or solution in a pandemic period. And this is City Trends on 97.3 City FM. We are having a conversation with a talkative. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and Craig is my guest in the studio. So, I mean, we've gotten to that point where we've picked up lessons. We've figured out sort of figured out what we want to do exactly mm-hmm. with the platform yeah. we've we've deleted all our past posts from year one and we started off mm-hmm. enjoying the joys of canva did you have a pro account eventually? no i did not so you're still using Never a free, free. <laughs> oh boy so um quick lesson you know the free account can still work wonders for you you don't need a pro account yeah. no says so don't quote me quote her um so uh, so yes using a free canva account and and still getting the work done. Yeah. Um. Which one was more important for you? Mm-hmm. Um. The, the fact that you were growing, um, um, an audience, sort of getting the shape of a business in mind, or the contents that you're creating. Mm. I wouldn't pick one over the other because mm. it 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 grew together. My audience grew as I started becoming more consistent. Right. So when I was put, uh, as, when, when people realized that I was being intentional about my content and my content was great, people started to follow and then people started to share my, my page and then other people would follow, you know, so. The flip side of that question is yeah. sometimes you have certain things that, you know, ideals, mm-hmm. you know, that you stand for, mm-hmm. things that you feel are important, things that make you kind of feel good about yourself. And then there is what the the audience actually wants yeah you know sometimes they want you to do some comedy or they want you to climb some high wall or throw the kids in the air or things like that which comes first and where do you draw the line oh i'll definitely say content will come first Mm. well yeah i would put out what i want to put out that i think is beneficial and it's right before i choose whoever you know i would Mm. yeah i'll choose that over my following just because um, sometimes people don't really know what they want, really. You mm. just put it there and you're like, oh, this this is the content I didn't even know I needed. Right. <laughs> you right. know? So, mm. yeah, I'll, I'll definitely put out content before I, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. you see, because then the, the reason why I ask mm-hmm. is sometimes you want to put, you know, things that, you know, I feel are important mm-hmm. as a content creator, mm-hmm. but then wouldn't necessarily bring in the numbers mm. and which obviously will, will reflect on revenue and mm. everything else. So, you know, how do you work around that challenge? Yeah. Unquote? So for me, what happened was that I'm I'm building the platform that I w- wanted when I first became a mom. Right. Okay. So mm. I always put myself in my audience shoes. Like, hmm, what would I want to see? What would I want to read? And then I create around that. So because I'm a mom and a lot of my um, my followers are mothers, I know what they want. Mm. Really, I really do. And I also I can always tell when. Mm, I'm doing too much of one thing and they are probably getting bored or mm. they want this and then I, I switch it up. So, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm able to... Is that where plan only comes in? You know, sort of giving you a sense of where you are headed with the content, what sort of content you've created over a period so then it helps you to modify as and when. Yes, yes, mm. that's actually when it comes in. And um, the other thing about plan only is I don't plan a whole month ahead just because sometimes you know there are little things that are i'll say are trendy things that are going on Mm -hmm. that you may you will not be able to foresee and plan ahead so i leave room for a few of those things that's why we can talk about whatever is going on in that period because sometimes some there are these things that pop up maybe mothers constantly losing their babies in a particular hospital and that's something people want to discuss Mm. that's not something i can foresee and plan ahead Mm. and so i leave room for all that yeah 
you 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 almost became a, a journalist of sorts because like you're talking about you're doing research mm -hmm. you're going to these hospitals you're finding the people yeah. and actually confirming for example the list you created of the yeah. gynecologists and things yeah. like that it, you know some, people sit back and honestly feel that mm -hmm. you know it's just writing mm -hmm. you know and yeah. it's just me picking up a pen and a piece of paper or asking a couple of people but there seems to be a bit of offline work mm -hmm. that goes into what you what, what you do. Yeah. Tell us about you know the balance between the online bit of the content creation and the offline work that actually goes into the online bit. Okay, so um, do you want me to get into the development of yeah. the app? I mean, before just the, just before even that. in terms of the content alone yeah. itself. Yeah, you know, it's it's one thing sitting at home, mm -hmm. typing something in Google, copying and pasting. Mm -hmm us against actually going on the ground and then getting the contents together for the people and yeah. i think sometimes people don't really see how important the offline bit is yeah. to what you create online yeah. and i just wanted your opinion about that yeah um okay so first of all for me i show my kids a lot people mm. learn a lot from maybe some of the some of my way of mothering i would, I would say so sometimes i have actually created content with my kids offline hmm. you know like it could be even um how to get kids to even love brushing their their teeth we will do all that and that's not online yet right. would create that i would even be learning from my kids observing them things they like things they are hmm. disliking at a particular age and then i'm writing all that down <laughs> really they're like excuse wow. me make my guinea pig because <laughs> i learned from them i can't and wait for them to hear this interview <laughs> when they grow <laughs> So they, I, 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 I research when it comes to the, to that, and also on different topics mm. as well, and then you know we write that down. And um, for me, I have an assistant now who helps me with content creation as well. Okay. So, um, so yeah, we even if we have to go to hospitals or we have to do all that, like we or call, especially if we have to call hospitals, schools, we do all that to try and get a feel of this is the kind of school that people would want their kids to go to mm. let's compile this list let's do that so we do all that in the background like offline yeah wow. yeah wow. and then came pandemic mm -hmm. and covid mm -hmm. and at which point in your growth phase would mm -hmm. you say the pandemic hit and what was it's like for you as a content creator someone who was trying to build something clearly mm -hmm. and i'm guessing the whole idea phase of the app that you now have came from that period yeah. so talk talk to us about the pandemic period yeah so the pandemic right for a lot of creatives it was the best thing that could have ever happened to anyone mm. because you got a chance to pause and to reevaluate everything you're doing mm. and then see what is working what is not working and that's exactly what i did and i that's actually when i decided to really concentrate on talkative mom and build it mm. And I also noticed, well, a lot of kids are home. People, kids are bored. People are going crazy. Let me create exciting content that people will look up to all the time because people were spending a lot of time online. And so that's actually when my, I'll say my content creation skyrocketed. Mm. And then um, I started doing more videos. This is something I was not doing. I started, mm. yeah, because I don't, I would show my kids, but I wasn't show, I wasn't showing too much of my face. Right. Yeah. So then I had to break out of that and okay. really, you know, do create content around that. And then the idea of the app came. So the app, right? What happened was I looked around and I realized when every most moms in Ghana, when we get pregnant, we download what to expect or baby center. These are the two. Baby center. Yeah. <laughs> These I'm are sorry, the two. I really like baby center. <laughs> <laughs> what to expect? Uh, <laughs> uh, baby center. Anyway, yeah. we create, we, we download those. I mean, yeah, what to expect or baby center. And I was like, why don't we have any app in Ghana like that? Mm. And you see, the other thing is that, you know, when, when you baby center, when your baby's growing, they'll say, oh, your baby is as big as a, you, a kiwi or this, you know, all these are cute. <laughs> when will my baby be the size of a coconut? <laughs> exactly. Oh, so I felt like we needed relatable content. Like even with the fruits, there are fruits in Ghana that you can, you know, things but It will never it appear never on appear. the platform. <laughs> 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 So that's when I was like, it was this eureka moment where I was like, you know mm. what? Why? 
why don't I evolve the blog into a mom app? Mm. I'm sorry, a parenting app. Sorry, mm. I don't leave the dads out. <laughs> okay, it's okay. It happens. We know our state of. Yeah, why don't I evolve it into that? Where um, even even if I don't have the pregnancy tracker yet, mm. I would start with what I have now and then keep building on. Mm. So finally, it becomes a like uh, a proper a, resource. Exactly for all parents. For all parents, you know that people can really relate to. So that's really how the idea came about. Mm. But what what um, I, I would say was my advantage with my husband. Mm. He is the tech guy. Oh. My husband is the tech guy. I see the connection. <laughs> I see. Shout out tech. to, you know, even though it's a mom app, shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, he is a tech guy. And for him, you know, he's te- he's he's the tech guy, but he's also very rational. Mm. So he's like, hmm, are you sure? I mean, who needs this? You know, that kind of thing. Try and walk me through why. So I had to explain everything to him. And my background is marketing. Mm. So I, and I can really persuasive. Oh, believe yeah. me. <laughs> we know. <laughs> we know. So I had to, like, outline everything, talk to him about it, and then show him, even my numbers, how my page was growing, like, what people were asking for. Mm. And I said, we need one app, right? Where, let's just start with a mom plug. Um, so, the mom plug is actually supposed to be, like, um, sort, of, sort of like a mini Google, but right. for parents. Right. So, people can enter, maybe, what home remedies can I um, do at home for my child who has cold or mm. you know things like that and then they'll get an answer because it might these, be- are, these are this is localized answers to queries exactly mm. and these were the kind of questions i was getting my dms all the time right so i said we will do this this will be the first feature and then i said hmm, if someone's child for example is starting solids and the and then they want options and i suggest let's use tom brown i can't stop there i have to suggest a, a credible Tom Brown vendor that right. you can buy, and from. even how, and exactly. So, because if we make it, it's a different conversation. <laughs> yes, different. We know that. So that's so that's how the second feature, which was a marketplace, came mm. about. Mm. Now the blog, which is that the third feature, that one I couldn't do without. Of that's course. what was already of there. Course. But I said I'll add on by adding. Um, experts on there, so pediatricians, gynecologists, and these are all people that you've and built. In the my network, mm. so then mm. I had them there, mm. and then the last feature is the listings. Because listings, I realized people kept asking me things like, "Oh, what what hospital uh, would you would you visit if you, you or schools, preschools, um, dentists, things like that." I said, "Let me list them all there with their numbers, the the location. You can click there. You can you can click on um, in the app, and it will take you directly to them." All those features are on the app. So it's really supposed to be a one-stop shop where you find every single thing you need on your journey. That's 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 a lot of work. Yeah. And I can imagine why as a tech person, he will probably be wondering how you're going to populate it over the period of time. How yes. many people do you work with apart from your assistant? So right now, funny enough, eh, my husband... Right now, I'll say he's no more with us. (laughs) (laughs) He has escaped. He's he's there, but he's not there. He's he's overseeing (laughs) this. Please, what's his name? He's David. David, David. shout out to you. I know you're listening. Shout out to you, David. Nicely done with the escape. (laughs) <laughs> you know, he he handed over two people. Um, oh. uh, yeah, uh, um, yeah, a backend guy, um, a guy like this mm. guy, and then there's this design guy who, yeah, so he does the front end of the the app. So yeah, so now I have, I would say the team we are five, mm. kind of, yeah, five, mm. yeah, five, yeah. So um, yeah, basically that's so it, that's this it. is content creation mm-hmm. on steroids, literally, because you're creating content you know, that sort of mirrors or answers questions that you've received over, what, three years? Yes. You know, FAQs literally. Exactly. And then finding localized answers for a lot of the queries that these people have. You are talking, for example, about the vendors who are offering baby products where people can find them, which means you have a whole locator thing going on Mm -hmm. and and a retail, whatever going on. Then you have the blog, which is your typical thing. How, how How do you find time to a portion and divide yourself among all these 
sessions or sections of of your power because you obviously would want to monitor and make sure everything is exactly on brand and yeah. it's curated to what you expect it to be yeah so the bulk of the work was done before the app was launched that's right. really when it got crazy just mm. inputting the the information that we had and you know all that also trying to get vendors on board mm. But now, I would say it's actually gotten easier because, you see, all the vendors, they manage their own shops okay. on, the, on the app. Okay. So we don't necessarily handle any logistics or anything like that. Right. The way the app works, there's even no payment platform on the app right now. What, how it works is if someone wanted to buy a product mm -hmm. and they tapped on it and then they added to cart, when they are checking out, all they, are, they enter their information and then... Uh, an SMS is sent to the vendor with right. the in, all the, the information, details. the details. So mm. all the vendor has to do is contact them and then fulfill the order. So we don't do, mm. we don't fulfill any of the orders. Wow. So that bit is sorted. It's really. not on you. It's not, yeah. Mm. And um, the, the blog section, that's me trying to get contributors on there. But with the contributors, I have really gotten, I've gotten quite enough every week from now to, to all the way um, October. Wow. So wow. that bit is yes. also, yeah, that's mm. also done. And then the listings, that's something that we put, we inputted already, mm. but then we want to keep updating it with, because, um, you know, some of them are changing, uh, sorry, updating their school fees right. and things like that. So that's something, once we realize they've done that, then we, we yeah. So really the bulk of the work has already been done. done. Yeah. You're just updating. We are just updating. As, as, as you go on. But let me just add that as we speak, we are actually about to launch the phase two of the app. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, that's going to have a little bit more features. You will be telling us more about yeah. the phase two yeah. in a bit. But this is City Trends on 97.3 City FM. We are talking about um, starting, growing, developing a tech business in a niche field during a pandemic what 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 i mean you've talked about how important the pandemic was in terms of mm -hmm. giving you some time to breathe mm -hmm. and refocus mm -hmm. everything you're doing but would it have been possible mm -hmm. like all of this all this mm -hmm. app and everything without the pandemic i'm just wondering i mean i'm guessing that you know it was in the plan somewhere mm -hmm. but will the pan will like, would it have all come together without the pandemic? Um, because, the, and the reason why I ask is this. People honestly feel that no matter the gains, mm -hmm. the pandemic has, you know, been just terrible. Yeah. All over. But mm -hmm. it's clear that it's had some very good benefits for yeah. tech entrepreneurs like yourself. Yeah, it, it would have happened anyway, but mm. probably not right now. Yeah. um, You know, the pandemic, I had a blog and then... I, I had an online store added to the blog right. during the pandemic. Yeah, oh. that's so, yeah, so that's how it started. Hmm. So that's actually how I started selling. So um, uh, at that time, I had gotten very involved in essential oils and diffusers. Hmm. You know, my mom and I were talking about that. And that was this was in February, so a month before the pandemic really hit Ghana. Hmm. And you know when the pandemic hit, people started going healthy and you know wanting all these yeah, yeah. so once they started seeing oh i'm diffusing this for oh, my I child yeah i'm sorry that's so mean <laughs> no. you guys that was coping it wasn't me <laughs> but yeah um, yeah so once um once people started seeing me using these things for the kids, it was like, oh, I need one. Mm. Then I started selling on the on the on the blog and then in my in my DMs. Mm. And then people started seeing that anytime I put something out there, it would sell out. So then the vendors naturally. So would. then the vendors. Mm. And then sometimes people would ask, Where did you buy this toy? Where did you do that? And I'll say, Oh, from this vendor. Then mm. a vendor will get back to me and say, thank you so much i sold out on this thing and then i'll take a screenshot really mm. that's that was, that was my mm. marketing you know, side mm. i took a screenshot i'll save it and then i'll share it whenever i wanted to that oh thank you you know for buying and then people will be like wow anytime this girl so that's how i started to wow. build my network of yeah. you know businesses and because all that. you see sometimes as well for people who are starting up businesses mm -hmm. <laughs> The focus is so much on building the business that they forgot about the marketing side of Thank things. You. But clearly, the two really need to go hand in hand yeah. from, what you, from what you're saying. Yeah, it really does. You really, really have to be intentional about your marketing as well. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, so COVID came, mm -hmm. pandemic came. It was a blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. You built the app. Mm -hmm. 
Um, what has it been like? How has it impacted what at least you envisioned for this journey that you're on? Because I think it's a journey. I think it's going to be much bigger. Oh, thank um, it's you. going to be more encompassing and it's going to be the place where all mothers typically would want yeah. to go. Yeah. So how has the app helped you to get, you know, you know, to the point where you know, okay, this is actually something that I really, really want to do. Okay, so let me just tell you that my name is Inu. Inu means mother. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is my purpose. I'm, mm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm not even trying to be too deep, but it is my purpose. Mm. And I realized it yeah, last year. Last year, it just hits me that wow, you know, your name is Inu, and this is what you are doing. So, Get on with it. <laughs> You know, so for me, um, this is what I'm supposed to do. I um, There's no two ways about it. And mm. I actually enjoy it. Mm. Like, there's nothing I've loved more than this. And I just love the, the, the women that I've gotten to meet. So many incredible women, especially during the, the pandemic. Mm. Because everyone needed everyone. That was how it was. So it was like, when you meet the right person, that was it. So I've just met incredible women, incredible moms, not just moms, even young, young ladies mm. who are not yet moms. It's, it's, I don't know, it's like, it just tells me that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So for me, no two ways. How important is it for a leader of a, I, I, it's a tech solution because of the app and the blog and everything yeah. else. So I see, I see it as a tech solution. How, how, how important is it for you to be, for want of a better description, mm -hmm. very, very knowledgeable mm -hmm. about the technical side of things. Yeah. You know, how, how important is it, was it for you? Um, very important. So I'm actually someone who, before, I used to be someone who didn't really like learning too much. Like, if I know what I need to know, that's it. That's, all. that's it. Google that's the rest. Go okay. Yes. <laughs> Especially <laughs> if I have my husband, I'm like, I'll, uh, I'll put my question. That, exactly. But it got to a point where he forced me mm to learn like the, it got to a point where it's like and don't tell me you don't know this thing go right. read you know so I, I had to research or sometimes you even send me links of things i had to learn and um crazy enough around the pandemic i actually told him you know what he had this side gig where he would build websites and build apps and all that mm. and i said why don't we partner on this thing because my husband is not a people's person he wouldn't talk to people mm. or he wants to be in the background building his thing yeah he needs someone. It was a partnership. It was a partnership. So I needed to be the one to convince people, to market it, to talk to them, to understand what they need. Mm. He, his own, is just like, come with what you need and I'll build it. Mm. And that's not how it works, especially in Ghana. So I needed to learn the tech bit of it. Because usually we will get, you know, a message, build me an app. It's not a partnership conversation. <laughs> I'm just surprised like it was a partnership conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Please continue. Yeah. So, you know, so that's, so we actually started his, so we started that um, partnership and I needed to learn a lot because I can't be talking to people and I don't know anything about what we are doing. Mm. So, yeah. And then even the building of the website, I needed to learn how to build some websites. Mm. So that's really how it started. And, um, and I would say that for anyone out there, it's so important to add on knowledge as much as possible. Don't think that, oh, you've gotten to this point, you don't need any more information. Yeah the world is going in such a way that if you don't take it, you'll be obsolete. Mm. You need to keep learning and evolving. So yeah, very, very important. One of the things I wanted to find out also, um, and we are going to take a quick message mm -hmm. from First National Bank, but um, I want you to lay out the lessons so far okay. for someone who's building a business. Mm -hmm. um, yes, there were lessons that you learned during the pandemic period, but I want you to lay out some of the lessons you've picked up over the period for people who are trying to build a business for people who have gotten to that point where they don't know exactly which direction to send their business in i want you to give them some advice and okay. when we when we come back first national bank how can we help you has a quick message for you and when we come back you doing the listening will be hearing from eno about some of the lessons she's picked up over the period and how you can also propel your tech solution or your tech business to the next level
You are still tuned in to City Trends on 97.3 City FM. We are having a conversation with Eno Kregren, Mother Kregren. Um, and she is um, giving us her journey as a tech solution provider, um, talkative mom, um, and the talkative is here. And so we are trying to find out some of the lessons that she's learned over the period. We're trying to pick up lessons from her journey. Um, for those of you who are building solutions, who are looking at exploring solutions um, within a tech space, because guess what? Really, how many people can you count who are providing the solution that she's providing, which is for mothers, for newborns, everything else literally nobody and so this is more or less the beginnings of something pretty incredible and this is one of the main reasons why we invited her on the show today now anyway mm-hmm. so we have an app but yeah. the journey to the app has been eventful for yeah. want of a better description like i said tell us some of the key lessons you've picked up over the period mm-hmm. but then first of all tell us about the app what we can get from the app mm-hmm. you know for the uninitiated all right. So as I mentioned already, the app has four features. Okay. So you're going to have your questions answered. Most of the popular questions that moms have, dads have as well. <laughs> you have them answered. <laughs> if they have any. Yeah. And then if you need credible vendors, okay. you would have them there. One of the issues that people have had on um, social media is that they have a lot of these um, fraudsters and fake pages and they are not very sure if they can trust them. But these are vendors that I have personally either bought from or worked with them or they come highly recommended by trusted people. Mm. So you know that every single vendor on the app is trustworthy. Mm. And then you also have blog posts from experts. So speech and language therapists, if your child hasn't started speaking yet and you're worried, um, lactation consultant midwife uh, intimacy coach for married married couples um you know so you have all these different we, uh, we have a lawyer coming on board soon to talk about you know child's rights and prenups and all that and then mm-hmm. if you if you're searching for schools schools you know so everything is there everything like complete there. parenting app. everything everything is there localized yeah localized exactly <laughs> for me that's and for me that's the most important bit yeah because you know it's people have all these like hmm. <laughs> for me that is where it matters yeah. the fact that you can get someone who's speaking the language you're speaking exactly. who is understanding your local context mm-hmm. and who is offering solutions which you can connect with yeah that aside your key lessons over the period for someone who's starting a business for someone who's looking for a way to diversify their business Mm -hmm. because that's what you literally did and then for someone who's gotten to that point where they are not sure what exactly their solution is actually even supposed to be in the first Mm -hmm. place your key lessons um okay so the first thing i would say is for anyone out there thinking about oh i probably need an app maybe you don't necessarily need one you should evaluate your business Yeah, because the thing about building apps is, for me, I had someone right there who could readily start the the development of the app. However, if you don't and it's going to be too pricey for you, probably hold off with that. Mine is a mobile app. There are web apps which are cheaper or you can just have a website, Mm. you know, so you might not necessarily need that. So just uh, evaluate your own business, see who your target audience is are they the kind of people that would use a mobile app would they download it is this something that is necessary is this uh, um, something that is needed before you jump into that Mm. Um, and then also about your business some i know the pandemic right now people don't necessarily want to walk into a store to buy something so if you're probably looking into building a brick and mortar i would i'll for me, I don't think that you should if you don't need to because people just need things delivered to their homes anyway. We are, we are, we are home all the time now. So, yeah, you can just build, um, you can just set up maybe a social media page or some, or your business online and then um, start your business there. And, yeah, I think these are a few of the things I would say. And also probably don't spend too much on building a team too soon if you don't mm. need to okay because that's like salaries that you have to pay and mm. you know extra costs what is the point so start small but just start 
That's interesting. Yeah. Don't bring in the people just yet. Yeah. Figure out exactly what you want to do. So, for example, in your case, mm -hmm. you built the app mm -hmm. and then Hubby decided that, okay, time for me to go. And then got you two people two who people. were supposed to handle it. Yes. 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 Very, very important. <laughs> anyway, any final words before you take leave of us? Um, yeah, I'll just say go download the app. It's on iOS and, and Android. <laughs> Yes, please download the app. It's on it's on Android for now. Android and iOS. Oh, oh good. Everybody, no excuse. Someone <laughs> has thought about us. So yes, those two platforms. Yeah. Um. So the app is Talkative Mom. Mm -hmm. Um. Talkative for those Mom. you know who want the spelling. Oh yes, Talkative, T A L K A T I V E. Mom is M O M. Not mom. Not mom. Not M U M. M O M. Talkative Mom. Okay. Yeah. So that is the app. Talkative yes. Mom is the app. Please go check it out if you haven't already. Yeah. Um, you At least you know the story behind it. You know how much work goes into it. Yeah. Um, and for me, hey, I'll pick a local app over yeah. one that is not local any day because yeah. it's something you can connect with. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us on the thank show. A big thank you to Hubby for building <laughs> the app. And shout out to him for jumping ship. <laughs> But we know he's the anchor, so yeah, we're good with that. Okay. We're good with that. Um, Naduli, um, Mofat, and everybody else say, Charlie, they, they love your oh, space. They you. love what you do. Thank and they're very you. grateful for um, all that you do. Thank oh, you so thank, much for being a guest too. on the show. Thank you too. Yes, indeed. So now, um, you know the app. is Talkative Mom. Go check it out. Download. It's available on iOS and, of course, on Android. So please make sure you check that out. We continue the show. And we are getting into the app segment of the show um with jeffrey oreku sapong and today he has, he has a very interesting app i'm i'm not sure you know he has the details jeffrey take it away hello and welcome to the app segment on city trends on this evening's edition, we bring you the app called Alison. This platform is for those looking for some online courses to improve on their skills. The courses on this platform are divided into three learning areas. They are personal development, academic and workplace. Depending on which area you want to develop, there are lots of courses that you can have access to on this app. Courses on Allison are free, but if you want a certificate proving that you completed a course, you will have to pay a fee. Allison is available on the web at allison.com, or you can find it on the Play Store and App Store. Just type Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N, install the app, create your account, and start growing your skills. Do you have any app that you want us to talk about on the app segment? Just follow me on Twitter. My handle is OJ Sapon. And let's talk. Once again, my name is Jeffrey Roku Sapon. Till we meet again, stay safe out there. So, yes, indeed, that is the app segment of the show. A big thank you to Jeffrey for that. We are jumping now into the trending segment of the show. And this segment is basically where we bring you up to date with some of the stories you may have missed within the tech space over the course of, you know, the week. So, um, Mr. Entry, over to you. Thank you, Philip. And I welcome you all to another trending segment on City Trends. This week, I bring you stories about NFTs non-fungible tokens a new craze on the internet backed by blockchain technology i also bring you some story on a new future twitter is developing and some news from bitseeker camp so to start there are reports that suggest that twitter is working on a new feature called undo tweets this new feature undo tweets as its name suggests is going to help users undo their tweets but not edit them so this new future this new feature according to screenshots and gifs gifs we've seen is it is a timely feature 
where when you make a tweet it gives you some few seconds to be able to undo it and edit it and retweet it so that's how the future works so if you are familiar with gmail it's just like in gmail when you send an email it gives you some moments to undo that email edit it and resend it that's just how this new feature twitter is working on is going to work the undo tweet screenshots of this new feature was first seen on the timeline of Jane Wan, who is a reverse engineer and is best known for leaking new features from Twitter on her timeline. Sources also suggest that this new feature is not going to be available for all Twitter users, but is only going to be available for subscribed users or users on the subscribe plan, which is a new feature Twitter is also rolling out. So our next story of the week a non-fungible token so an nft so if you're wondering what an nft is it's basically a digital asset which is designed and built on blockchain technology so, and it makes it possible for those digital assets to be owned by only one person at a time so an nft of a digital house called mars house got sold last week for five hundred thousand us dollars so this digital house was designed by a Toronto digital artist. Of course, he used the blockchain technology. This house is in a digital 3D format and can only be experienced using an augmented reality technology. But it is still worth over 500,000 US dollars. To our last story of the week, Ghanaian founded Africa Cash App, BitSeeker, has expanded to Cameroon. So the cash app platform BitSeeker is now going to be available to people or users in Cameroon where users in Cameroon can now send, deposit and receive money on the app. So BitSeeker was launched in 2018, was launched in 2018 by co-founders Achu Dovo and Samuel Boahen as a platform where digital currencies are shared cross borders at a low or zero cost. We wish the BitSeeker team good luck as they expand to Cameroon. And this brings me to the end of this week's set of trending stories. You can follow me on Twitter at YaoNGOUSU. Over to you, Philip. And that is where we draw the curtains down on the show today. I do hope you have enjoyed the conversation. Yes, Eno. Eno was such a great guest, wasn't she? Yes, I, I do hope you've picked up a couple of lessons from her in terms of, you know, things to do when you are considering building your tech solution. And I hope her journey has given you some lessons to, you know, learn from. And yes, a big thank you to the rest of the team, the rest of the production team, to Nidako, to Ellen, to Mr. Enchi, to um, Jeffrey as well, a big thank you for the production support. But then, till next week, stay techy.